Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Tuesday, September 26th edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. We've got 16 games on the betting board here for today as really the final week of the regular season starts today. I know there were four games yesterday, eight teams in action, but we got 16 games today, all 30 teams on the diamond here plenty of stuff to get to on today's show i got three best bets for you but also some betting angles that you want to keep in mind as we go throughout the final few days of the regular season before i get into that we are two days away from the release of our 2023-24 nhl betting guide from our new nhl writer johnny lazarus gave us previews of all 32 teams some first period betting strategies his futures and I wrote up a glossary of the stats you can find in that guide and also some advanced stats that you may want to use in your handicapping. So you'll be able to check that out if you are a VSIN Pro subscriber. Guides are only available nowadays to VSIN Pro subscribers. So head over to vsin.com slash subscribe. Check out the options that are available to you. And not only that, we are nine days away from the release of our NBA betting guide authored by Jonathan Von Tobel and Zach Cohen, a cameo appearance from Kelly Bidlin about live betting in-game strategies. So we got that coming out on October 5th. So we got the NHL betting guide on the 28th, NBA betting guide on the 5th, and then our college basketball betting guide. Just handed out assignments for that yesterday. That'll come out October 23rd. So a very, very busy month of October coming your way over at vcin.com. Not just these guides, but also all of our football content as well. So now is the time to head over there and subscribe and also October will be a busy time of year because of the Major League Baseball playoffs and as I mentioned on yesterday's show we'll be doing VSIN daily baseball bets seven days a week articles seven days a week as well fewer games it's quicker for me to get to these things also we know all there is to know about these teams by the time we get to the postseason so going to be churning out more baseball content for the postseason here which I believe starts a week from today if there aren't any tiebreaker games needed. Could be wrong on that. Maybe it's next Wednesday. But either way, the regular season ends on Sunday, and then we head on in to the postseason. So 
There are a lot of games with interest and importance here this week, but let's talk about something else here to kick off today's show. That is the player prop markets and some guys that maybe you want to pay attention to over these final six days of the regular season. Round numbers are important. Those counting numbers are very important. 100 RBI, 30 or 40 home runs, batting 300, 200 strikeouts, 150 strikeouts, 250 strikeouts, whatever the case may be. Round numbers are very, very important to these guys. So I do think that as you kind of look for betting options and opportunities here this week in the Major League Baseball market, you might want to look for guys that are maybe sitting on 29 home runs. There are five of them. Nick Castellanos, Kyle Tucker, Brent Rooker, Bobby Witt Jr., and Spencer Torkelson. Rooker with the A's, Witt with the Royals, Torkelson with the Tigers. None of those three teams are playing for anything. So you may get some situations where these guys maybe get a little more aggressive in the box, trying to hit that 30th home run. Also for Witt, he's two stolen bases shy of 50. So you imagine he'd like to get that as quickly as possible. So that's something I would look for in the player prop markets here. Look for guys who have incentive to do things here over the final week of the season. And look, you could argue everybody has incentive to play as well as possible during the final week of the year, especially in terms of future contract negotiations, guys in line for free agency this offseason, guys in line for arbitration. That's all true. That's all very, very true. But the guys that are looking for round numbers, kind of those benchmark types of numbers, I think those are the guys you really want to hone in on. So guys like Mookie Betts. Luis Robert Jr., both at 39 home runs. Those guys want 40, and they'd like to get it out of the way as quickly as possible so they aren't pressing as the week goes along. So if you can find some of those opportunities, maybe guys like a Bo Bichette who's batting 303, he wants to stay at 300 or better. So maybe he's a little bit more selective. You know, maybe he's up there, you know, trying to work some more counts, draw some walks, stuff like that. Or maybe he's just being aggressive early in the count, hitting that first fastball to try and stay north of 300. Maybe that's a tendency that you'll have to pick up on in Tuesday and Wednesday's games to see how you want to handle it for the weekend. But that is something I think you should take a very close look at here for this week. Player props on guys who are looking for those round numbers. I don't think the betting markets will adjust to something like that. They'll kind of put up the same prices that they've been putting up throughout the course of the season. So maybe there's an opportunity to take advantage of that. All right, let's get to today's games. I mentioned I got three plays here for today. Uh, go by rotation number, as I always do, starting in the National League. Double dip between the Dodgers and the Rockies. Caleb Ferguson opens. Chase Anderson will go for the Rockies in game one. Dodgers, about a 245 favorite, total of 11 and a half. Bobby Miller and Ryan Feltner in game two. Dodgers, about a 270 favorite, total of 11 and a half in that one. Now, what will probably happen with the Dodgers here today, and, and in fairness, I haven't looked at exactly what their pitching plan is going to be, but I would assume they're not going to stretch anybody out all that far here throughout the course of this week because they do have some injuries on the pitching side, some depth concerns, some young guys have come up and performed really, really well. I doubt they're going to overextend anybody. This is the game in hand that they have against it, or over Atlanta. They're three and a half back of the Braves for the number one seed in the National League, and obviously there's great importance to that, being able to be at home throughout the course of the playoffs. So we'll see what happens here with the Dodgers. I don't have any play in either game. I don't like doubleheaders to begin with, especially not at this time of the year, but just something for you to keep in mind there. Pirates and the Phillies. The Pirates don't have a starter listed, at least on the odds screen that I'm looking at here for today. 
but it is supposed to be Mitch Keller's turn in the rotation. So we'll see if it is him. I didn't see any confirmation this morning. I would expect that it will be Keller going on his regular turn against Aaron Nola. Nola and the Phillies, about a dollar seventy favorite in that one. Total of seven and a half. And there are a lot of games on the East Coast. Philly in Queens for the Mets and Marlins game. Uh, you also have the game between Tampa Bay and Boston. A lot of bad, dreary, ugly weather on the East Coast here for today. So a lot of really good pitching environments in those games. And you see totals of seven and a half pretty much across the board for those games, although we do have an eight with under juice in that Rays and Red Sox game. But just something for you to think about there, that we are seeing you know some pretty bad weather, some cooler weather around the country now, and that will have an impact on offense to be sure. For Nola, look, I mean, the Phillies are hoping to have a party tonight. Their magic number is one to clinch the wild card spot. They should do it here tonight based on the line that's out there. But I think the bigger issue here for the Phillies is just trying to make sure that Nola is on track for the postseason here. He's not pitching super well. 457 ERA, 408 FIP. Did allow two runs on six hits last time out, but failed to get through five innings in the previous start. Allowed 11 runs in nine innings over his previous two starts prior to that. So they need Nola to get on track. We'll see if he's able to do it here. As far as Keller goes, uh, Keller got a lot of run support last time out against the Cubs. That was a game that we were on. Pirates is a plus 150 dog. They did come through, but Keller gave up seven runs in five and two-thirds in that game. Gave up a grand slam in the fifth inning. That was obviously a big part of the runs that he allowed. He's pitched well for the most part, but he's also allowed seven or more runs three times since the start of August. So we'll see what he ends up doing here. Did get his 200th strikeout last time out, though, so a feather in his cap there. The Marlins and the Mets. Braxton Garrett, Joey Lucchese in this one. Marlins, about a $1.35 favorite, total of 7.5 in this game. And as I mentioned, weather a big factor here in this one. I do think that Garrett and the Marlins may be worth a play here today, but I do want this price to get a little bit better. Garrett's been really good here of late. Two earned runs allowed over his last 21 and two-thirds innings pitched. Hasn't allowed a home run in any of his last four starts. Pitching on a bit of extra rest here in this game as well. Lucchese's been good since he was recalled. Two earned runs and two starts over 12 and two-thirds, but not really a guy with the same kind of upside that Garrett has shown throughout the course of the season. But speaking of upside, I just don't know if it's enough for the Marlins here to lay a dollar 35. All the pressure is on them because of the situation in the national league wildcard race. And for the Mets, I mean, from a talent standpoint, they're a good team. So we'll see if that talent wins out here. Could be a game that comes down to the bullpens, probably trust Miami's more, but maybe not at a dollar 35. So this was a lean for me. Uh, there are some places in the market that do have a much better price on Miami. If you can find something in the minus 120 range, I think the Marlins probably worth a try. But at the dollar thirty-five number at the DraftKings Sportsbook, I don't think it's worth a play at all. And again, as I've preached about all season long, make sure you're shopping around for the best prices that are out there. Cubs and the Braves. Justin Steele, Bryce Elder in this one. Elder and the Braves, dollar forty-five favorite, dollar forty-eight favorite at DraftKings. Mostly a dollar thirty across the market. So seeing a pretty big price discrepancy in this one here with the Cubs and the Braves. Steele has not been great in his last two starts. He's given up 12 runs. But if you look at his hard hit percentage, just 32.3%, only allowed three hard hit balls in that bad start against the Pirates. He had allowed 18 earned runs and 11 starts to begin the second half and has now given up 12 in his last two. So 
the baseball gods are not looking very favorably upon Steele right now. He's not getting hit hard. I guess you could argue he's not as sharp, but a lot of negative variance for him in his last two starts. Maybe that comes back to the pack a little bit here against the Braves, but Again, it's very tough to fade the Braves, even though I don't like Bryce Elder. 363 ERA, 440 FIP, negative regression candidate to be sure. In his four September starts, Elder's allowed a 53.8% hard hit percentage. So he's given up a lot of loud contact here throughout the month. I just hasn't pitched all that well overall. I mean, against the Phillies last time out, four runs on three hits and three and two thirds, but two of the three hits were home runs. He walked five, didn't strike out anybody. Not really a big Bryce Elder guy, but for the Braves here, I mean, look, they won their 100th game on Sunday. They're three and a half up on the Dodgers. I, I do think maybe Chicago is kind of interesting here, but, you know, Steele is a little bit more of a pitch to contact guy against this Braves offense. Not something I'm super enamored with. Got a play in the Cardinals and Brewers, so we'll come back to that. And let's go to the Padres and the Giants, where last night the season effectively ended for San Diego. They lost two to one to the Giants. They're not mathematically eliminated as of right now, but by the time first pitch rolls around tonight at Oracle Park, they could be eliminated or close to it. I would love to fade San Diego tonight. The problem is I can't trust Kyle Harrison. Harrison was better last time out against the Dodgers, two runs on three hits in five and a third, but he's only struck out five of the last 41 batters he's faced. 485 ERA, 568 FIP in 29 and two-thirds innings pitched. I just, I don't know that he's trustworthy here. I mean, he is at home. Oracle Park is a great pitching environment. Maybe that helps. I don't know, but I'd be really surprised if the Padres are invested here today. Now, Seth Lugo should be because Lugo's having a great year as a full-time starter. Hasn't He's made 25 starts. He had made, I think, 38 starts prior to this season. So this is his first time as a full-time starter in the last several years. Does have a player option, so he's kind of playing for his next contract. But, man, I, I really want to fade San Diego here tonight. I just I can't do it with Harrison. I, I can't do it, and the price at, at DraftKings is too short to have suggested it for the article. At, at plus 115 or better, it's a little bit more interesting. But still, I just I don't know what I'm going to get out of Kyle Harrison. But I know what we're going to get right now. That's a short break, and we'll come right back on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They fight, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All right, we are back on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews. Very much appreciated for this and all of the shows in our VEASAN family of podcasts. Did the college football podcast with Tim Murray last night. That's now available in your podcast feed. Just go ahead and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Follow me on X at Skating Tripods. Follow us on X at VSIN Live. Plenty of great stuff being shared there on our timeline. Let's move over to the American League here. All night games in the American League. We did have the one day game because of the doubleheader in Denver. Zach Granke and... Reese Olsen in some capacity for Detroit. He may start. He may bulk. I guess we'll kind of wait and see. Uh, but for Granke, potentially his last MLB start, he's not working very deep into games right now either. A lot of three and two thirds, four inning types of starts. Tigers laying a huge number, minus 166 in that one. No interest for me, but just wanted to give Zach Granke a nod as maybe a potential Hall of Fame career coming to a close here for Granke. Yankees and the Blue Jays. Michael King, Kevin Gossman in this one. Blue Jays, $1.60 or so favorite, total of seven for this matchup. Michael King coming off of his best start ever. Seven one-run innings, 13 strikeouts against Toronto. Allowed five hits, didn't walk a batter. He's got 30 strikeouts in his last three starts. And since joining the rotation full-time on August 24th for the Yanks, four earned runs allowed. King has been incredible. And I got to give the Yankees a ton of credit for what they did yesterday. So it was the day after they got mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. They knew they weren't going to make it. But seeing that E next to your name in the standings is a little bit jarring at times. It was a horrible weather day. Arizona playing for a playoff spot, sending out Merrill Kelly, one of their better starting pitchers. And the Yankees rally in the eighth inning off the Diamondbacks bullpen. And that was very impressive to me because you've got Aaron Boone, who has a very uncertain future. The Yankees are going to have to make some changes here this offseason to upgrade this roster. They've got a lot of questions going into the winter, and yet there they were battling in the eighth inning of what is effectively a meaningless game for them. So I give them a lot of credit for what they did yesterday. And honestly, it almost pushed me towards making a play on the Yankees here today against Toronto. The problem here is Kevin Gossman, 329 ERA, 381 expected, 298 FIP. One blowout per month. That's basically what it is for him. 
And so the Yankees don't really have a high scoring expectation in this one. They haven't hit righties basically all year long. They're facing a really good one in Gossman. I I don't have a play in this game, but I did think about the Yankees because, again, I came away very, very impressed with them yesterday and what they were able to do in that one. I got a play in the Rays and the Red Sox, and the line got a little bit better. So we'll come back to that one in a minute. A's and Twins. A's have not named a starter for today. Twins will send out Bailey Ober. Uh, the, the Twins have an outside shot, very slim one at that of being the number two seed. I don't think it's going to happen. The Rangers are five games up on them with six to play for each uh, for each team there. So the Twins, this is all about getting ready for the postseason, and they're probably not going to leverage their bullpen the same way that they would otherwise. So keep that in mind. They're not going to use guys like Yohan Duran, back-to-back days, anything like that. So keep an eye on that. I think the Twins are very hard to bet from a full-game standpoint here, even if they are facing Oakland Cody Bradford and Reed Detmers Texas and Los Angeles Texas dollar 65 favorite total of nine in this one nothing for me on this game you know my thoughts on the Angels at this point in time and the Rangers seem to have figured it out they've rattled off six in a row they're getting closer to winning that division they're two and a half games up on Houston I would anticipate that they take care of their affairs here against the Angels but Bradford it's questionable as to whether or not he's a major league pitcher at this point in time. So an easy pass for me in that one. Let's go to the Astros and the Mariners. And I don't have a bet on this game, but it is definitely the biggest game of the night without question here. The Mariners, this is in some respects a must-win game. They're a game and a half out now of the wild card, trailing Houston. Houston is a game and a half behind Toronto. So Seattle's only path in at this point in time appears to be knocking off Houston. So this is a must-win game for them. If they fall two and a half back, that's going to make things very, very difficult. Now, to be fair, they do play Texas here this weekend, and Texas may not have much to play for. So that could help Seattle, and maybe you'd rather see Seattle in the playoffs than Houston. I don't know. I don't know if Texas really cares about that kind of gamesmanship, especially since the odds of playing you know, in the postseason are very, very slim. But it is something I think will be interesting here to kind of follow as we go forward. So we'll see what happens here. But in this game specifically, so I don't know that George Kirby has it in him to go out there and be the ace that the Mariners need. Kirby just looks gassed. Through a complete game on August 12th against the Orioles, since then he's allowed 22 runs in 34 innings, 556 ERA, 475th, seven homers, 45% hard hit rate. That is tough. That is really tough to see here with Kirby. And it makes me wonder, you know, if you remember a couple of starts ago, you know, Scott service kind of pushed him a little bit deeper into the game than Kirby wanted to go, came out and was critical of his manager. That's not really a good sign. I mean, I, I think that Kirby is just kind of running on fumes at this point in time. And, and that's a problem. That's a challenge here for him. Now, he is back at home. He's made five of his last six starts on the road. He's been definitively better at home this season. But I I just don't know if Kirby has it in him here in a huge game. I guess we'll kind of find out a little bit about his fortitude in this one. But what also makes this game difficult is we finally saw a flash of vintage Christian Javier last time out. Went five innings against Baltimore and struck out 11. If that happens again, Houston will not only be thrilled, 
but they're going to be in a great, great spot to win this game. And Seattle will strike out a lot. So if Javier has figured something out, then this game takes on a completely different look. The problem is I have absolutely no idea if Javier has actually figured, figured something out. So this is a huge game, but maybe the most difficult betting game, not only of the day, but I think that we've seen here in recent weeks. So nothing for me in this one, but a fascinating, fascinating game and handicap. I got to play in the Reds and Guardians, so we'll circle back in a minute. Nothing for me in Nationals and Orioles. That's Josiah Gray, Kyle Bradish. Bradish about a 240 favorite, total 7.5. The prices on Bradish are very, very high, as they should be. He's been phenomenal since basically late May. So that's a game where the Orioles you know, should inch a little bit closer uh, to securing that AL East crown where they open play here today with a lead over Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has already clinched a playoff spot, but Baltimore a two-and-a-half game lead over Tampa Bay there in the American League East. Last game, Arizona and Chicago, Zach Davies, Jose Urania. Davies and the Diamondbacks, $45.50 favorite, total of nine in this one. Uh, bad weather expected in this game, could wash this game out, could put Arizona in a really, really difficult spot. They'd have to play a doubleheader tomorrow or Thursday. Had a game moved from Monday to Thursday to wipe out an off day. So hopefully for their sake, they're able to get this game in. Uh, it's not that steep of a price to pay to fade Jose Urania, but I uh, I couldn't get there in that game today. All right, let's get through the three plays that I do have, beginning with the Cardinals and the Brewers. Zach Thompson, Adrian Hauser in this one. The magic number is one for Milwaukee, and it's been one, I believe, since Friday, uh, where they lost a couple of games over the weekend. The Cubs wound up playing well over the weekend, so the Brewers have not yet locked up the Central Division. I think they do it here tonight. I think the Cardinals are just, they're out of it. I mean, when you look at their injury list in the lineup, it is staggering how many good players are on that list here for St. Louis. Hauser just shut the Cardinals down last time out, six innings of one-run ball. He's allowed three runs on nine hits in 11 innings since coming off the injured list. He's been decent for the season, 435 ERA, 402 FIP. Keeps his team in a lot of games. Very, very good bullpen for the Brewers as well. And for Zach Thompson, joined the rotation full-time August 18th, 5 ERA, 467 FIP. Allowed four runs in each of his last two starts. In his seven starts here over that span, 45% hard hit rate, 10.1% barrel rate. I think Thompson is just kind of running out of gas a little bit. I think the Cardinals are just completely out of it. They're going to lose 90 games for the first time in 33 years. 1990, the last time they did that. Um, I think the Brewers off and off day, bullpen rested. Hauser's throwing the ball well. I like the Brewers here, minus one and a half, plus 124. So yes, it's a home team run line, but I think the Brewers jump on Thompson early, kind of put this thing away and get a chance to celebrate at home on Tuesday night. So Brewers minus one and a half plus 124. We move over to the American League here. And as I mentioned, this play got a little bit better from when I wrote about it. Line kind of jumping around a little bit. It is the Rays and the Red Sox, Zach Eflin and Tanner Houck. You got Eflin and the Rays, about a dollar thirty road favorite, total of eight in this one. And this is kind of a keep it simple, stupid handicap for me. I mean, Eflin's been great. 344 ERA, 301 expected, 297 FIP, a guy who's actually thrown, you know, this type of workload here before. He hasn't allowed more than three runs in a start since August 13th. 268 ERA, 259 FIP, and 40 and a third since that start against Cleveland. 50 strikeouts in 40 and a third innings pitched. 
And the Red Sox, they've dropped eight of 10. They've got some injury concerns as well. Uh, the direction of the organization is kind of in a state of flux. And for Tanner Houck, he's, he's fine, but a 460 ERA, 503 FIP in six starts since coming off the IL. Just hasn't been as consistent as Eflin has been. Hopefully, Randy Rosarena plays tonight, even if he doesn't. I still like the Rays here, laying $1.30 or better. If you can find $1.25, that's a better bet in this game here against the Red Sox. Finally, Cincinnati and Cleveland. This is a weird two-game series for Cleveland. So the Guardians will host the Reds. They'll finish out the season on the road. But this is going to be Terry Francona appreciation days. Two days of appreciating Terry Francona, who will retire at the end of the season, giving away thank you Tito t-shirts on Wednesday. I'm curious to see how Cleveland handles this because this has not really been, this has been a bad season for them, right? And Francona's made a lot of very questionable decisions. The young players aren't playing nearly as much as they should. The veterans who don't really have a place on this team have been playing way too much. Uh, the bullpen has been bad, which isn't Francona's fault, but there have been some questions about how he's kind of leveraged his relievers here and how he's left starters in games for too long. But I, I don't know that the current iteration of this roster is really all that close to Francona. Certain players are. Guys like Jose Ramirez, who have been around for a long time, guys like that are definitely close. Shane Bieber, who's back now in the clubhouse. Guys like that, I think this will impact a little bit more. The rookies, maybe not so much. So I think this is kind of a weird dynamic over the next couple of days here for Cleveland, where this will be a huge distraction. There will be pregame ceremonies. Francona hates attention, so that's going to make things really uncomfortable. It's just a weird thing all around for Cleveland. Also, Lucas Giolito on the mound here tonight. He's going to free agency. Cleveland has made some tweaks here with him, and there are some things under the hood that look better, but I, I still don't really know where he's at. Gave up four runs and five and a third to the Royals last time out on the heels of you know a couple of really good starts, including that dominant start against Texas. I don't know where the hell he is right now. What I do know is this. The Reds have gotten healthier, and Hunter Green is an example of that, where Hunter Green has been great here of late. Really, really good. Four earned runs in his last four starts. He struck out 35 in that span, struck out 14 twins last time out. Cleveland is generally good at strikeout avoidance, but green stuff is just really dominant right now. I also prefer the Cincinnati bullpen to the Cleveland bullpen. So I will lay the short price here. Minus 112 at DraftKings. Shop around. You can find a little bit better. But I think the Reds are just focused on baseball, and I think Cleveland is focused on everything else. So Reds minus 112, Rays minus 130 or better, and the Brewers minus one and a half plus 124. Those are my three plays today on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. So please rate, review, subscribe. Good luck with your plays tonight. Enjoy tonight's action. I'll be back again tomorrow with another edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. 
Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.